0: Junpei Murao falls in love with ballet as a young boy, but when his father passes away, he hangs it up so he can be the man of the house. Miyako Godai sees his hidden passion and brings about his love for ballet once again, but are her intentions for doing so as clear as Junpei believes? Is Dance Dance Danceur the perfect series to introduce your friends to anime? Or should it be relegated to your own personal weeb watch list? I'm PJ. I'm Skyler. I'm Lauren. And this is Kawaii Disappointment.
1: tell you about the double life that i lived in high school and Mm. when i say double life there is no double life it was just a hobby that i really liked i spent a lot of money and time in playing ddr (laughs) that's honestly how i probably stayed so skinny that and the eating disorder i feel like it
0: was probably mostly the eating disorder but the ddr probably helped
1: (laughs) it's one of those two for ones.
0: it's that's your double life
1: no because when (laughs) i was eating I ate like a fuck ton of food. I just didn't have time to eat. Got it. So, got it. Dance, dance revolution. Listen, you there didn't are just so have many- like
0: a home mat so that you didn't have to like spend a ton of money on it?
1: I did have home mats. I had two home mats. And you know what I did when I was at the Long Beach Town Center? Played mm-hmm. DDR. Damn. I lived that life. Candy? Candy's a great song.
0: Were you ever a DDR? person at all lauren i doubt it
2: why do you doubt it
0: because you've every time we've ever done a banter in the history of this podcast and i'm like lauren do you relate to this experience you're like absolutely not
2: what about me says that i would not have done ddr you'd have to be in public I was. I watched a lot of DDR. I was way too intimidated. I didn't I didn't have the courage to try. But I love watching understand. people. I'm not you a performer. Didn't, like, do it yourself? No, I'm not. I never like having attention on me. And so I did not want anyone to see me do this ever. And
0: that's what I meant by you in DDR. I meant more like you doing it. I'm assuming you were aware of its existence. Yeah.
1: Yeah. God. I want to get a DDR machine so bad. They sell them. God, I want to play Butterfly. I want to play Captain Jack.
0: Well, we do have downstairs neighbors who would probably hate us, but meh. you know, I also was like not really a DDR person. I was similar to Lauren. I would watch the people who were good at it, but I didn't do it myself because I uh, have crippling social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we didn't like the idea of people watching us dance, but Skylar was very okay with it. Uh, which that sounds vaguely familiar for something we're about to talk about. So Why don't we do that? Hello and welcome back to Kawhi Disappointment, the show where two lifelong weebs, PJ
2: and Skyler,
0: guide their non-weeb friend, Lauren. Through a new anime every week to determine if it's a kawaii success or a kawaii disappointment. This week we are watching Dance Dance Danceur as we continue through listener month number two performance month. This anime was recommended by our patron Ruby Cyclone. So thanks for the recommendation.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: All right, Lauren. Mm. Dance Dance danceur. What do you think this anime is going to be about?
2: I am really hoping this is going to be valet just because the... Uh, Uh, The French dancer at the end is really making me hope this is ballet they're you know the ones who kind of set up the system them and the italians so it would make sense to me if this was a a ballet something in ballet is you know it's wild there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes and like the teachers are really intense and the art form itself is really intense so i think it's a really good medium to center an anime around especially during something like this where it's a performance month you
1: see all those like sports anime and how intense and stuff it is and and ballet is a sport, so like oh with just as much intensity.
0: Ballet dancers have like some of the most rigorous training of any sport.
2: As someone that did ballet for a little bit, yes. <laughs> it is an an art form. And everyone who does ballet is, like, ripped. They're so, they're so fit.
0: But it's all, like, lean muscle, because you don't want too much actual muscle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Because then, then you start, you know, do you have a lot of wasted wasted uh, body mass?
1: Uh, I dated a ballerina one time. Or is it a ballerino? <laughs> I,
0: I've never... Is that a term? Is ballerino a thing?
2: Oh, my God. No. Um... I don't know if there's a specific term for male dancers. They're just, they're just dancers. And then the girls are the ballerinas because they're the ones who are dancing on the toes. And like, that's only something the girls do. So the men are just dancers.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, in Italy, they are called ballerinos. Okay.
2: So you just went back into your heritage there, Skylar. I was like, the guy that I dated called
0: himself a ballerino. That's literally so fucking funny to me. What? What? Ballerino? That just sounds like a joke.
1: I mean, he was a he was a silly goofy guy.
0: He was a silly goofy ballerino.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: ballerino. <laughs> All right. Well, once you saw the poster, did your thoughts change?
2: No. If anything, I was like, hell yes, I was right. I think this is about this is about ballet. I mean, look at that. How is that not I mean, her hair is down. It should be up. But anyway, um, I'm thinking this is clearly rivals who are fighting to get the the spot of the principal male dancer at a ballet corps. So the dark haired boy on the left because I love going left to right. uh, The dark haired boy has been at this studio forever. This is where he started his training when he was a kid and he's like grown up through the ranks and he's finally at the edge of becoming a principal dancer. And so he is like he's ready. He's gonna ascend and then this silver-haired boy comes into the play and um i think he's a transfer probably from russia just because russians take ballet like stupid so seriously so seriously i mean anything um, they
1: take very seriously
2: it's true any sort of competitive thing they're like we're gonna be the top they're so they're so competitive and so i'm thinking that he comes he's a transfer and he is like amazingly good, right? And so he is now going to be giving the dark-haired boy a run for his money. And these two are now going to be competing for the principal roles in all the ballets that are coming up this season. And then the girl is obviously, she's the prima ballerina of this core, obviously. And um, clearly she is the one who's going to be getting the leading roles. So it now just comes to which boy is going to be her partner in all of those pas de deux. And uh, which boy is going to be like the other main character who's like the best friend or like the villain, you know. They have a lot of stage time, but they're not as revered as like the main character. So that's what I think the anime is about. I love All right. It. I
0: mean, yeah, I think that fits more than well enough with the ballet kind of motif. You know, we've got rivalries, potential romance, uh, the art and beauty of ballet. What's not to love about Dance, Dance, Danceur as presented by Lauren? Uh,
2: nothing. Everything is to love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, why don't we go ahead and love it even more by going and watching episodes one and two of Dance, Dance, Danceur? And we'll be right back. So, stay tuned, everyone. All right, we're back. We had Lauren to watch episodes one and two of Dance, Dance, Dance. So, Lauren, tell me, what did you think?
2: I love how they portray dance in the show. How they drew it, um, the art of the the ballet as it is, was just mm-hmm. absolutely breathtaking. That's really like the big takeaway for me. Just on the offset, was this was gorgeous. <laughs>
1: I love the sparkles and the glitter. Anytime he Ugh. feels emotional.
2: Oh my god, yes!
0: (laughs) His little eyes! Yeah, (laughs) it's so beautiful. But let's talk a little bit about how we got here before we go ahead and dive in. So let's go through some quick housekeeping. So Dance Dance Dunstour is based on the manga by George Asakura that ran in weekly big comic spirits from September 14th of 2015 to present as it is still ongoing with a current total of 24 volumes. The anime was directed by Munahisa Sakai, and done by Studio MAPA for MBS and TBS and aired from April 9th of 2022 to June 18th of 2022 for 11 episodes. The series is still fairly new, so that's kind of all we have for some housekeeping. So let's get through some quick episode synopsis. So in episode one... Junpei is fascinated by ballet as a boy, but gives up on dancing to pursue Jeet Kune Do after his father passes away, thinking it needs to be a more manly sport that he does to protect his family. One day when he is a junior high, his classmate notices his interest in ballet and his ability and invites him to do ballet with her. Her mother, the dance instructor, does not see the potential initially, but quickly sees that Junpei has the skills to become an amazing dancer. After watching a performance of Swan Lake with Miyako, Junpei is inspired to try the pas de deux for himself, but when he sees Luo dance, he sees that his ability and his talent is nowhere near compared to Luo, who is Miyako's cousin. Miyako reveals to Junpei that she originally recruited him because he thought that he would be good friends with Luo. This makes Junpei sad, as he thought that he was developing a relationship with Miyako, and he walks away, potentially turning his back on dance forever again. That's episode one and two of of dance dance dance
1: (laughs) dance dance revolution me dance 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 -er.
0: (laughs) (laughs) so i mean yeah lots to talk about with this i I mean this is a a, like yeah you're like you were mentioning like the dancing is so beautifully beautifully done in this anime
2: stunning Oh my god, you can feel the emotion of the dancers in something that has been animated. I was absolutely blown away.
0: I mean, but are you surprised? This is done by Mappa, who also did Yuri on Ice.
2: That's true. That's true. But so, still. It's
0: not surprising because they, they know how to capture emotions and movements so well. I mean, again, mm-hmm. you've seen it in Yuri on Ice, and it just continues to translate here dense, 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 tour. Can I say, uh, and this is for my shoujo girlies out in the audience, we are. Sh- uh, shojo has gotten the short end of the stick in the anime world for such a long time. Um, Whether that's very few adaptations, very limited adaptations, or adaptations that just disregard how beautiful shoujo mangas can be. Like, they are drawn so beautifully, so expressively, with these interesting proportions and bubbliness, and, like, there's this beauty to shoujo manga art that Mm -hmm. exists, and I feel it's so rarely translated to the screen. And how dare, how dare this seinen get the best shoujo art representation of any (laughs) anime I've ever seen? Because, like, this, this is what, like, Seven Seeds deserved. This is what, like, so many other shoujo adaptations deserved, because something, I mean, to be to give some credit to George Sakuda, George Sakuda, like w- in the manga for on Sensor*, really captures some of the more beautiful aspects of what shojo manga art can have, and they translate it so well here. And it honestly was like, wow, this is the prettiest shoujo that is not a shoujo that has ever existed.
1: Right, <laughs> this is the prettiest shoujo to not be a shojo.
0: 100 percent
1: see i'm a sparkle bitch right like you look at any art that i did in high school of anime there's those like gorgeous soft like orbs in the background everywhere with rose petals like just glitter fucking everywhere and so when you get to see just like we literally get to see like visual representation of like his feelings towards dance and towards mm-hmm. everything else. Like you see like a little bit of the sparkles when he's doing um like not it's not karate. What is it? Jikundo. Jikundo um and you see like some of the sparks there they're you know making him feel alive and stuff but you just see those fireworks anytime he's doing anything with
2: ballet oh my god even when he was watching um dance for the first time and he was so bored right he was at his sister's recital and he was a kid and he hated it and then this man comes on and does a number and he's like oh my god his face during that performance was the cutest thing i think i've ever seen
1: Yes. And then the same thing kinda like happens again in episode two where he's sleeping through Swan late, you know, bored, whatever, and then Rothbart comes out and he's like, damn, he's damn. sexy. <laughs> and different. He's not like other Ballerinos. Oh <laughs> uh, no. Like, you know, he's he just is so, like, mesmerized by these, like, really strong male figures in ballet.
2: Yes. Which is a rarity. Not in the storytelling, but, you know. And it gets into that. The anime gets into that. How ballet and dance is seen as such a feminine thing. And, like, all mm-hmm. the girlies are doing it, but the boys aren't supposed to do that. That's not manly. That's not masculine. But we don't stand gen- gender stereotypes here. Like, if you want to yeah. Do something you just fucking do it my dude mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. can see his internal struggle with that you can see his dad too that was a beautiful scene when he was telling his dad like i want to be a dancer and his yeah, dad was like his- what the hell oh. and then eventually his dad sees the passion and the fire that his son has for it and he's like, okay, yeah, let's get you some dance
0: classes and then dies. <laughs> and then he fucking dies immediately. And then he dies. From a broken heart from his son being such a little bitch. That's why. My- Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is he was perfectly healthy. His son took a ballet and then he had a heart attack.
1: I mean, he, he was, was a, a stunt, stunt coordinator. coordinator. Yeah, he was doing that is exactly. dangerous stuff. He was
0: perfectly healthy and then his son when he became a little bitch... <laughs> (laughs) oh my god no but i do love that there is like because it could have been a different trauma right so like you could have had it be something where the second that his friends saw him do it he was like what no bellies for girls but instead he like beats them the fuck up right Um, and then when his dad's like you don't want to do something, like, a little manlier? Uh, he but. he just shows him how good he is at it, and then he's like, okay. Like, he doesn't drop it. He doesn't drop it until his dad dies, and, and then his uncle's like, you're the man you- of the house now, and he's like, shit, men don't do ballet, I guess.
2: You're like, you gotta protect your mom and sister. Yeah, putting those... Again, those gender and social and cultural norms onto men being like, you have to be the protector. You're the one who has to keep this all together. You have to be strong and you can't fall apart or show emotion. I hate that. Toxic masculinity sucks, man. The My Favorite Murder podcast has
1: a very famous quote that they throw out a lot, which is toxic masculinity ruins the party again. And... <laughs> 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 Anytime, like, a man is, like, fragile and then becomes, like... Um, a serial killer because, like, meh, like, someone made him feel like feminine. They're like, and toxic masculinity <laughs> ruins the party
2: again. Oh my god, as it's it so often fucking does, tr- always, always. <laughs> Ugh, stupid.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, once he goes through that, you know, he goes and lives his life very masculinely, you know, goes and practices chicken do, goes into soccer. Um, you know, he's just doing things that you know quote unquote he's supposed to do but he clearly just still has that internal passion for ballet mm-hmm. right
2: mm-hmm. absolutely yeah and then you see that come back to life when he's taken to this ballet studio and he gets to do it again and you see that spark coming back and then he keeps convincing himself like no I don't want to do this no I can't do this no this is girly no I have to be the man of the house
1: Ugh, just like and, just, and then like, he's love like, yourself I- and he's like, actually, I gotta dance because Miyako is in love with me. So, and then as soon as he sees that she might have a crush on her cousin, which happens a lot in Japan, um, oh, he's just like, I don't want to dance anymore. Well, I
0: think it, I think it feels like a betrayal though, because it kind of was in a sense, right? Like. I'll- At the the very minimum, he at least thought she wanted to be friends with him. Like, right. And that's not to say that she doesn't, but like the fact that she's like, oh, yeah, I invited you because I want you to become friends with my cousin. And then, like, he thinks back to all the moments where he felt like, oh, she wants to dance with me. She wants to do these things with me. She doesn't. She wants to do them with her cousin. And I'm a catalyst to do that. I'm just a tool for her, as how he feels. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. that's, and he just kind of like shuts down because he's like okay well i i'm not here to play your cousin's therapist or be your cousin's like you know foster friend i have my own things that i need to do and if i'm not doing them if like the things that motivated me to be here aren't present then i'm not going to keep being here
1: Coined mm-hmm. the term foster friend <laughs> Not coined the term. Um, Trademark. was it? Trademark the term.
2: Foster friend. Foster friend TM. TM, TM, TM. <laughs> foster friend TM. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you were talking about like those moments that he- they shared together. And um, the one that instantly I thought of was when they were going home from Swan Lake and they were outside in the and park. That was in the beautiful. Forest. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, and she was dancing. Already, and,
0: already that scene... Was I mean? Yeah, the scene was so like beautiful with them dancing, dancing, and then you have like that very like cute like meet cutie moment right where um he goes to lift her and she like falls on him and then they just she just like is like laughing and like you could see like he's like falling for her in that moment, you know? Oh
1: yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. Mm -hmm. How could you not?
0: Yeah, she's adorable. (laughs) Can I also say I love that he is still just such a guy, right? Because like a lot of it, because again, this is a Saiyan so it's more directed towards the male audience so like you have like the moments like when she first shows off the 450 to him and he sees her panties and he's like oh my god I saw her panties and then he like is at the studio and he's like oh my god I got so distracted that I saw her panties that I followed her all the way here <laughs> <laughs> but even then, like, you have the alternative of that where, like, he's nervous to, like, touch her because he's like, well, I don't want to be, like, pervy because, like, I'm touching a girl. I don't touch girls. I'm, like, a virgin, you know, like, whatever type of shit. Right. Um, so, like, you know, he's still, like, such a guy. But that doesn't detract from the fact that he wants to, like, he is into masculine things. but. And and but he just sees ballet as so counter to that mm-hmm. that it's not like he like buried himself in masculine things that he hates to like escape it which that's the way you could have done this story mm-hmm. but he doesn't hate those things he's just nowhere near as passionate about them
2: mm-hmm. right yeah he's very good at all of the other things that he does and he is valued by the different communities that he's a part of but he just nothing gets his heart going like ballet does
0: and ultimately bal- ballet has to be your life this is i feel like we've maybe even talked about this before somewhere on the podcast
1: probably the urian uh, ice episode but
0: ballet has to be your whole life you cannot half-ass ballet um and be good at it right um and that's touched a lot in here where you know it's completely true what she says when she's like even if you are prodigy if you didn't start at 10 you're basically useless you know and even then like you probably should have started at five you know Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and because that's so true, you know, it is a thing that you should be starting from the very second you basically can. Especially because like-,
1: like kids have more flexibility too.
2: You have to break down what your body's supposed to do to be able to do what you can do in ballet. Because your leg is not supposed to turn out like that. Your arms are not supposed to be held that way.
0: So you have you're to. You're not supposed break to be it. able to balance yourself on your toe knuckles. No.
2: Yeah. So you have to break your body down. It's easier to do when you're young.
0: When it's developing, yeah. Yeah, 100%. and then you rebuild it. Yeah and on a similar note like you know he has a lot of natural talent but it's not refined and you could be as like good to the layman as you want to be but that's useless in ballet Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you need it is the it technique. is an art it is an art form, right? And you have and it's all technique. It's all technique. There is no free form there is like, you know, dancing that is ballet adjacent. There's no free form jazz of ballet. Ballet right. is
1: That's contemporary dance. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yes. <laughs> Completely. Yeah, exactly. There's adjacents, right? But ballet is is paint by the numbers and you better be fucking perfect at mixing your colors.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um I mean, there definitely can be, and I just am not aware of it, but are there, you know how like in ice skating, there's like, you know, competitions and stuff and you see like the scores and everything. Um, Is that, is there one for ballet?
0: I'm sure there's some sorts of ballet competitions. Ballet, more than anything, though, is a performance, right? So, like, I'm, yeah. just like I'm sure that they're, um, you know, just like how theater is a performance art, I'm sure there are monologue competitions you can enter. Um, And who's really good at reading monologues? I'm positive that's a thing. But really what you're training for is the performance, and that's Ballet. Hey gang, if you missed last week's episode and or aren't following us on social media, you may have missed some big news for the podcast. If you are one of the people in that demographic, we just want to let you know what's been going on. Early in March, we received the news, happy but sad, that Lauren was going to be departing from the podcast. We already had all of March's episodes recorded, but decided to take some time to both celebrate with Lauren, as they are leaving due to a long overdue job opportunity, as well as to step away for a moment and to process the news and start looking at how we move forward from here. Now that we've taken that time, we will be posting all of the remaining Lauren episodes, which should fill up the month. Then in May, we will be introducing an all new, but not that all different, Kawaii Disappointment. Stay tuned on our social medias for announcements of changes and just in general, so you're always in the loop moving forward. We are on all social media platforms at kawaiidasupod and can also be found on our website That's KawaiiDesupod.com. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O-D dcom I'll skip the fluff for this month, but a reminder to support us on Patreon if you so choose and leave us a review if you're so inclined. We'll be back next week as we guide Lauren through one final anime with Idolish 7. Now, back to the podcast.
2: You're clawing your way up through the company. You want to become the prima ballerina. You want to become the principal dancer. Yeah, and so it is literally all about... (laughs) Getting a job, first of all, because getting a job in the professional ballet world is intensely hard. And so landing a job in a ballet course somewhere, especially trying to get a reputable one that like the world knows, and then clawing your way up to become like a soloist and then a principal dancer and the principals also can like travel to different countries to be like the star of shows and sometimes if you like are really really good composers can write ballets for you and then you star in them so like that's that's what you're fighting for in ballet and you only have a small window of time because ballet destroys the body so you're going to be done yeah. in your 30s and then what are you going to do it's so you have your a very 30s. exactly so like you and have a you very a very small window of time to achieve the impossible
1: i'm gonna look up who the oldest performing uh i'm sure there's
0: fairly old ones but but you know what i will even say you know it kind of comes up but in part and it's intense it's painful it's aggressive you know like just for your body but for your mental state like uh, ballet coaches are no fucking joke you know, ballet instructors are some of the meanest people in the world.
2: They are, especially the Russians. Jesus Christ.
0: But there's oh because they're trying God. to beat you into perfection, you know?
2: They do. Yeah, no, they don't expect anything but perfection.
0: It's kind of like, I, it's a very, very completely different sport, but it's very similar to like boxing coaches. Oh, yeah. They're basically setting you up for what the rest of this career is going to be like. And it's a lot of not non-success, a lot of getting beaten down emotionally physically destroyed um and they're not going to sugarcoat that and be nice people like if you if you're someone that cannot handle being yelled at uh regularly told your garbage and critiqued and all this stuff don't get into boxing or ballet
1: right no seriously um also the oldest uh performing ballerina is 80 years old
0: i was about to say i'm sure there's Good some amazingly her. talented old russian lady or something
1: yeah probably i think she might be rich. german her last name is Brunvall.
0: Oh, definitely that's German.
1: German as hell. Yeah, good for her. <laughs> she started at six years old. That's good. But,
0: like and to and to talk about the the <laughs> the abuse that you can kind of endure at the hands of a ballet instructor. That and that's how you get Lou right because his whole thing is that it seems like based on what we've seen here um, is that he had a very strict ballet instructor that kind of uh, severely abused him to the point that he now has like amazing skills, but like, is a broken person and can barely be around other people.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, look at how he thought that Junpei was gonna hit
0: him. Oh yeah, when Junpei started like getting mad at him because he was being a he, he was talking shit about him, he like cowered and like covered mm-hmm. his face
2: it's um poor baby it's not a baby for um european and russian particularly instructors to um toe the line of physical abuse sometimes very much crossing it so yeah doesn't surprise me i feel sorry for him though because like that's rough buddy Uh, um I follow like a
1: I follow a lot of people on TikTok and um there is this one ballerina that I follow and she still does ballet and she loves it but she uh definitely goes in depth of like some of the abuses that like she really had to like work through therapy um and she even stopped dancing for a while because like she was so traumatized and mm-hmm. now she's dancing again
2: good for her Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a very brutal world, the dancing world. It is, truly. I read Petals on the Wind by V.C. Andrew. (laughs) 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 Uh, Oh, my God. I
1: saw a black swan. I did see Black Swan, not all the way through. I Damn! Think.
0: Wow, you missed the important parts of the movie by the ending.
1: Uh, I, I think it was post seizure, where it was one of those where I was watching it after I had woken up from a seizure.
0: You got to rewatch and, it because it's a it's a masterpiece I, of a movie. No, I
1: remember a lot of it, and I did see the whole ending part. Um, and I remember the the sex scene. You well, who still can forget it. that? <laughs> uh, and I remember when she first meets Mila Kunis the first time
2: ugh ugh I got chilled again okay
0: thank you <laughs> um that was the moment where he saw Luo for the first time <laughs>
2: Honestly, Um, but like seriously.
0: Yeah, no, honestly. Um, I like that Junpei, again, he's like low-key a prodigy. He's just naturally very good at like the movement and the grace, and he can pick up routines really easily. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also like that they acknowledge that he kind of has like a body built for ballet. Oh, yeah,
2: because he's got the high arches. Yeah. Oh, yeah, his feet And just how his body's built. Yeah, no, there is, um, there's an ideal body type for male Mm -hmm. and female dancers. And there are some teachers who are like, it's a shame because her neck is too long. And it's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Her neck? But it like matters.
0: Everyone's neck is long as fucking this. Yeah.
1: Oh, you (laughs) seriously. Talk Um. about Swan Lake. My friend Angie, who used to be, like, a dance major and everything, she has flat feet. We're best friends and, like, former roommates and stuff. And she used to tell me, because I have, like, really ridiculously high arches, like, my doctor used to say that I had uh, Barbie feet, and I have zero rhythm. That's why I couldn't do ballet or dance class. Because uh, true. Like, no rhythm whatsoever. Rhythm.
0: rhythm.
1: Um, I don't even know how I could do Dance Dance Revolution. The amount of times Angie would say, wow, your feet are, like, wasted on you. <laughs> I was like, what? She's like, you have perfect dancer feet, and you can't dance for fucking shit. I was just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> but, so. you know, I think it's important to also point out, right, when people just had to have, like, natural things that would make them better at something. You know, it's like Michael Phelps.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, like, built to swim. Yeah, he literally... Yeah,
0: he has an abnormal wingspan um, to the extent where it makes him much more, di- like, you know, th- like, I don't know, aqua-dynamic, I guess, in yeah. water. Like, yes, it's he is... It's almost unfair. It's almost unfair. He is kind of like a genetic freak, right? But in a good way.
1: Yeah. In a way that benefits the world
0: exactly well at least American United States. gold medal <laughs> <Yeah>. um, counts <laughs> but like you know it's the same thing like you know the, like ultimately everyone can get good at something but some people are just naturally born to be better at it
2: yeah they have right? a natural advantage yeah
0: Every you can practice being the fastest runner every day of your life since you were a child you're never going to be faster than Usain Bolt you know mm-hmm. And that you can language. practice yeah, be the best swimmer in the world all your life. You're never going to be a better swimmer than Michael Phelps, you know? Yeah.
2: And I mean, I think that's a, a common trope that a lot of anim- sports anime in particular really play on is the the one who kind of has that that natural talent versus someone who's been training for years and just doesn't quite have what the person with natural talent does.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, also talking about, like, body uh, types and stuff, look at Hinata from Haikyuu, you know he's constantly having to fight against being short.
0: Yeah, and I mean, ultimately mm. you look to, like, make things to your advantage and stuff, but I think it is important to point out that he has, like, that that additional, like, skill proficiency.
1: Right. Yeah, so, I just can't wait for the moment of the anime where, like, he finally is just like, no, 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 I do want to be a dance, dance, dance I want to dance and leave my friends behind. <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh, I can't wait to get to that point. Because, you know, there there will be. And, you know, really not have to, like, him and her between the, like, I have to be manly. Like, uh, ballet's,
2: like, I just can't
1: wait to see that. I'm like, I want to see friends.
2: him. Yeah, they'll find out and they'll be like, oh my god, you're so cool. Or they won't. Right. I, hope they're, I hope they're like, wow, you can do anything. Yeah. You can leave your friends behind. <laughs> they, yeah, they all start singing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can dance. <laughs> you can dance.
0: Oh, and speaking of his friends and stuff, though, like he does overcommit himself a lot. Oh,
3: yeah. He's
0: doing G do He is in soccer. And then when his friend's like, we should start a band, he's like, yeah, let's do that. And he even is like, I'm glad so many people want me in their life. But like fuck, <laughs> but then I'm like so his tired. coach, his coach has that talk when he's like, "Yeah, you know, I can't really do that recital. I've got um, soccer uh, camp." Like, quit. And then he's, and then she's like, "Okay, quit." And he's like, "It's a official school activity." And she's like, "I literally don't give a shit if you want to get good at ballet. This has to be your whole life." So and also, quit.
1: soccer will give you muscles that will not benefit you in ballet, which is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, going back to the friend that was drumming, it definitely seemed like he was about to have, like, a moment where I'm like, what's your backstory? Do you want to be a drummer? And your family's like, no, you can't drum. Because that was, like, the vibe he was giving. I
0: agree 100%. Also, he he (laughs) had this, like, very intense moment when he was like, let's start a band. Like, I don't know. It felt very, like, visceral when he said it.
2: Right? (laughs)
0: maybe like, this whole like, oh.
2: anime is about following your dreams and you know when he unlocks yeah, like, the the dream favorite... of ballet his friends are like i'm gonna join a band i'm gonna this do is this
0: literally this is literally the song from high school musical
2: <laughs> yeah this is high school musical but with dance instead of
0: what's that musicals. song I
2: don't know. Uh, Emily uh, would know. No, no, no. Stick, Stick to, to the, the stuff
1: status you quo.
0: Know. Oh my God, this is literally status quo from from High School High Musical. One hundred percent. Or
1: you could say I don't dance from High School Musical well, too.
0: Kind with of right. Blue. This is kind of I don't dance, <laughs> but I but the specifically what Laura just brought up, where everyone starts being like, I do like other things. That's I like status to drum.
2: <laughs> I want to be in a band.
0: <laughs> exactly, and and then and then Miyako's like, I want to fuck my cousin.
2: <laughs> oh my no, God! Bianco, no, Bianca! Oh, no! I don't do know it. if she
0: wants to fuck her cousin. Um, I hope not. I think she just wants to help him. It seems like she wanted to fuck her cousin. That makes sense. Because when, cause when uh, Junpei's like, "Oh, you like Luo?" She literally like blushed Blushes so intensely, so and then, and then Junpei is like, "I'm just gonna walk past this train track and barely avoid getting murdered." <laughs>
1: I know, he literally was like, fuck it. Fuck
0: it. Fuck it like a bucket.
2: There you you go. (laughs) Uh,
0: But yeah, ultimately... TM, TM, TM. TM. No, it's so beautiful. It's so amazing. It's... It's also really funny. There were a lot of moments that made me laugh. Um, I like, you know, the moments that he has with the ballet instructor, with uh, Miyako's mom. Um, They're always very funny, and uh, I like that he always calls her, like, an old hag, and she's like, stop fucking calling me an old hag. She's
2: like I'm 27. We don't actually know. <laughs> She's 100 she percent
0: not 27. She's at least
2: got to be in her very like minimum early 40s, right? At what? least mid 30s.
1: Mid 30s. Yeah, I was
0: gonna say mid 30s.
2: That's her
1: daughter, um, though,
0: right? Yeah, but they're in middle school. She could have had the child young.
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: And and like she was probably you know knocked up by some very handsome ballerino.
1: PJ uh, suspicion is her. Her baby daddy is the the, the dancer hot with guy the tattoo from the beginning of
0: the, mo- the beginning of the show.
1: His fucking uh, like rib <laughs> uh, tattoo that was so yeah, yeah, sexy, yeah. yeah,
0: so sexy. Loki, Loki, maybe Junpei's just gay.
1: <laughs> Honestly,
0: because it's every time a hot, sexy male dancer's on screen on stage, he's like, "Wow, you this have
2: is my attention. You're just
0: giving me that real zip bam boom, baby." <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't or whatever care the fuck about calls like, it.
2: Yeah, he doesn't care about, like, you know, he does care about ballet as an art form, but he falls asleep during performances several times. And yeah, it's not he doesn't until the hot dude comes on stage that he's yeah, like, he's
0: like, oh like Dad, yeah, this is giving me that real sparkle, bing, bang.
1: Yeah,
0: Rothbard also. Sexy. I mean, it's one of the sexiest parts of Swan Lake. Yeah. Um, one of the only sexy parts of Swan Lake. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not a very sexy play. <laughs> ballet (laughs) um but yeah no honestly i just think he admires the masculinity that those performances put out because ultimately he is a masculine guy that right you know he's not just trapped in toxic masculinity he does embrace his masculinity and i think but i think he loves ballet so much that when he's like this is a masculine version of it that feels right for me it's what i want to embrace it's what feels like my version of this right and if they just have to be sexy, they just happen to be sexy. <laughs> and they happen to be sexy.
1: Well, I mean, even during um, those performances, he was talking about how um, everything else kind of feels like a school recital. Like, it doesn't see... He doesn't feel, like, that passion from, like, everyone else. So, like, the only thing that does captivate him is people who really are different they're not like other ballerinas.
0: Yeah. They're not like <laughs> other ballerinos. <laughs> but yeah, uh, ultimately super fun, super interesting uh, but you can't do ballet without some music playing in the background. So let's talk Ooh. about the music of Dance Dance Dancer. So the music for Dance Dance Dancer is done by Michiru. What did you guys think of the music for this anime?
1: It was gorgeous and wonderful. Oh, yeah, and Oh yes. It just emphasized everything and obviously you have those classic um, accompaniments to you know the ballet like we all know Swan Lake mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know that's its own character
0: <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> the fourth character is Swan Lake Like
2: <laughs> really would be oh, Tchaikovsky I guess
0: um, you know and I love how yeah. they Always incorporate music in these very cinematic ways. Uh We didn't talk about it much in the episode, but there's that scene when he's walking home under the streetlights, <gasps> and this that like semi jazzy kind of song is playing while he's like doing his own beautiful dance routine just down the street. Yeah. Honestly, it was such a well shot, well directed, but also well composed scene.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. what do we call it? S- uh, Skale, Because oh, I was like, it was this a little is very
0: <laughs> <laughs> His scalet.
2: No, that was gorgeous i agree with everything skylar said i thought it um underscored every scene perfectly well and you know you have those classic ballet compositions to counter the more modern music aesthetic that we have when we're in today so i thought it was a good time
0: completely agreed all right well let's also talk about our op and our ed for this anime all right so our op is Narhibiku kagiri by yuki
3: to shall
0: Lauren, what did you think of that OP?
2: It was so much fun. The first person perspective, I was like, this is so fucking cool.
0: POV, (laughs) you're a guy who wants to dance ballet, but you're super duper straight. I
2: was going to say, but you're too manly. I've built up the wrong muscles playing soccer. Um, But (laughs) anyway, it it was really fun. I loved the song itself. The visuals were perfect. I just thought it was a really good, strong OP. Yeah,
0: no, No, I I think it was a pretty good OP. I like the the music a lot. I really do like the POV aspect of the visuals. Um, You know, it's it's not breaking into any, like, lists for me, but I think it's very good.
1: I was going to say, I wish, like, the song was, like, cute but it was pretty mid i feel like they could have had a much better song especially paired with the visuals because the visuals were so good and cute and i agree like i love a good pov you don't really get to see povs either and i love that it it bounced from person to person yeah 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 that was really cool
0: all right and let's talk about our ed which is kaze hana by hitori
3: 好き yona だ
0: Lauren, well, what did you think of that ED?
2: Okay, okay. This is this is going to be a weird connection, but it's where my brain went. So they were, you know, doing classic dancing and all of that stuff, but they had like school supplies and they were just like doing it in the real world. And it kind of reminded me of Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> where- <laughs> Yeah so you're taking something I, no. very normal and you're making something artistic with it. Um so it, the visuals uh, was a mild throwback to Napoleon Dynamite for me, but the song was super oh, fun.
0: That is a weird connection to make. I
2: know. Um, I'm no but opening I see, credits. I see
1: like the crumpled like lined paper and stuff. Like yes, I get it. And, like, I see like drawing what you mean. a
2: liger and like yeah yeah
0: but I will say, I think these are maybe some of the best Eevee visuals I've ever seen. I personally oh, yeah. w- loved them.
2: I uh, I love a
1: good uh, collage. <laughs> so what do you just kept saying? I went like way the- more old
0: school and went with Monty Python's Flying Circus.
1: Oh, yeah, I could see that. No, I, I completely agree. I just... And the song slaps, too. It's a fantastic song. Oh, yeah. The
0: song's great, but yeah, it's so... The, the visuals just kind of overshadow it, almost.
1: Yeah. And that's one of those... You could put it on mute, and it's just so fun to watch. You could put this on loop at like a very like avant-garde kind of party in the background, projected on the wall, and people would be like, this is high art. I liked it a lot more than the opening. I liked them equally.
2: I liked
3: them equally. I do think the E is a lot better than the
0: OP personally, but yeah. Same. Uh, But yeah, so uh, amazing OP, even more amazing ED, uh, for us, I guess, not for Lauren. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, with that, why don't we go ahead and talk about them a little bit more as we move on to our segment. What modern contemporary artists do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros? So Lauren, why don't you tell me who you think would have done a good job with Narihibiki Kagiri R.O.P.
2: Well, uh, this week I had absolutely... (laughs) zero thoughts in my head when i listen to this <laughs> song and uh i know when i'm outgunned i know when i'm outmanned and so i call in some resources and so i called jackie literally and, um, as we
0: were watching this we were like i guarantee Lord's gonna call jackie
2: yeah so fucking i was like come here france help me win a war and then she'll come back and be like you help me win my war." i'll be like absolutely the fuck not but anyway exactly. um exactly <laughs> Sorry, France. Uh, She actually guided me toward Spanish-speaking artists, so I went with a very Latinx vibe this week. And the first one for the op, I went with Patty Cantu. Her song "Suerte." Yeah,
1: Jackie did great. Really? She. God, I don't hear it at all.
3: I love uh, it. I think
1: like not the chorus part, but I think the like in between part. It's pretty not like super accurate, but like
2: I think it's a pretty good like. Yeah, vibe I think fit. it's okay. Fun. I think it's a great vibe. I think the vocals are decent, but I don't think I they're do like. I do not think the perfect. vibe fits
0: at but... all. Oh, this I feels do. like a YouTube tutorial video.
2: No, I fucking love this shit. Jackie's uh, amazing.
0: Yeah, I think Jackie. I think this is a rare L for Jackie.
2: Can I give Jackie rare a rare Jackie mid?
0: L.
1: A mid for Jackie. It is more
0: a uh, mid than L. I will agree. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but you're yeah. welcome Jackie Skylar who'd you go with
1: listen it's probably better than mine oh it's probably better uh, than
0: mine too don't get me wrong I've said a million times my critique does not imply that mine is better
1: right <laughs> listen the cor- like voice doesn't match no absolutely not does the vibe usually match no absolutely not <laughs> but something about the chorus really reminds me of the OP so I went with another dumb blonde by Hoku
2: I do love Hoku's vocals for this. I think that that's a pretty decent match. Yeah,
0: myself. I think Hoku's vocals in this are are, are pretty pretty close. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the vibe is definitely a lot. I I think both were a lot more bubblegummy than the actual song
2: yeah this one's hard to pin down but I think going bubblegummy makes sense because it has almost an underlayer of that so I like this choice right thank you
3: yeah no
0: I think the choice is I think the choice is pretty good I also went to bubblegummy. don't get me wrong I'm saying these things as I as I um also do it because <laughs> uh, I, I also kind of went in that hoku realm Though so I will say I think had I thought to go Spanish I think I could have found a really close match to this uh, so that was a good call from Jackie uh, but I ended up uh, going out to this playlist called like Early 2000s Grow Movie.
1: Damn, that's such a good title for a playlist.
0: And there were plenty of Hoku songs, but I ended up landing on Summertime Guys by Nikki Clearly. I, think I wanna
3: make him
2: like it a lot. I do too. Yep, again, vocals are right there. It's high energy, which is what the OP is. Right,
1: which I feel because like Hoku has like more of a chill kind of vibe to it, and like even though like it is like a little bit upper, like I feel like this has the right higher energy, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, thank you. I, yeah, I don't think it's again. I still agree. I think it's still too bubblegummy till out there, but I think it captures some of the higher energy of the song. Yeah,
1: yeah, more of the like not orchestral parts, but like the more like cinematic. Yeah op parts
0: all right but that was definitely better than my ed selection but we'll get there Same. when we get there so lauren why don't you tell me who you went with for kazehana that ed
2: all right i have another spanish-speaking artist for the ed i think the vocals were pretty spot on for this one personally okay the artist is alex Sintec. i keep getting tongue twisted over this the title. So I'm going to say it really slowly, because my white ass can't handle Spanish, apparently. So it's Por Volverte a Ver.
0: Yeah, I think that's very good.
1: Yeah, this is better than my answer.
0: (laughs) It's definitely better than my answer, (laughs) but aside from that, I still think it's very good. Yeah. I think the vocals are are pretty good, uh, but I think the energy is a good match.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I agree. Jackie knocked it out of the park again.
0: Skylar, what'd you go with?
1: (laughs) Hold on. Listen, it's wrong answers only, okay? Hell yeah, it is. And the... Shut up, Lauren! You're only saying that because you like your answer, and no, we like I love your wrong answer. answers
2: only. I play that shit all the time. I went with "swing, swing" by the All American Reject.
1: I love
0: it. I don't really hear it, if I'm being honest.
1: I
2: think it's the right vibe, th- for sure. I think sure. it has the right vibe.
1: And yes. I think the voice is a little similar. Not super yeah, similar, but like... I
2: agree. A
1: little similar. Yeah,
2: no. This part. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I hear, hear
0: where you're going with it. I, think, yeah. I do, too. I think it's okay at a lot of things.
2: I think that this is great. I think this would be in the same playlist. I mean, yeah
0: Look, mine isn't much better, but I'm just... Mm. <laughs> uh i uh was going in a similar realm though right because this is very like kind of like indie pop rock vibe yeah. um and i just i feel like there is an artist that is like perfect for this i just couldn't get there and then i ended up landing on carried away by passion pit
2: hear it yeah it has the same energy even though the the vocals are more of a That's group nowhere in this near one. the same yeah. um yeah no i and
1: it's multiple voices too
2: yeah yeah but it has the same the same vibe it has the same energy so i see why you picked this for sure right same yeah.
0: um yeah i was also playing wrong answers only i forgot to say <laughs> <laughs> I love <laughs> yeah uh, ultimately Hell, um yes. really uh good similar choices for our op uh, and even very similar choices for ed so spanish definitely was the vibe to go with for today
1: yeah definitely mm-hmm.
0: but with that that is the end of our music segment so we're going to take a quick break watch some additional clips some additional context and get lauren's closing thoughts on dance dance danceur. so we're gonna do that and we'll be right back so stay tuned Alright, we're back. We have Lauren watch some additional clips, some additional context, some additional dancing scenes, performing scenes, romantic scenes, uh, angry teacher scenes, and everything in between. So Lauren, tell me, after all of that... Dance 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 again, c- continues to capture that beauty of ballet, that intensity. Uh, you know, and you see this character grow a lot. You see all the characters grow a lot. But, you know, it is also c- continuing to deal with a lot of that toxic masculinity, that the trauma and drama in the scene. So maybe you want to keep watching it. Maybe you don't. That we won't know until we ask you the question, Lauren, would you keep watching Dance Dance Danceur?
2: I have loved ballet since I was a little girl, so I was very excited to watch this anime, and it definitely didn't disappoint from the beginning. I was like, this is encapsulating the world of ballet while also talking about problems of ballet and it had really interesting characters ultimately at the end of the day because i'm predictable uh lua was my favorite
0: <laughs> i was like this bitch is gonna pick lua
2: of course i am i love my silver-haired boys
0: <laughs> i think miyako actually miyako actually ended up being my favorite character i was gonna say oh, the yeah.
1: same thing.
2: Oh she's She's so such sweet. a cutie pie. Yes.
0: As much as I think Junpei is a really great protagonist. Yeah, I really like Miyako. Mm-hmm. I hate
1: Junpei's hair. I just
2: have to say it.
0: Eh, it's fine. It's generic.
2: I hate it so much. Very strong feelings about hair. Um, so yeah, no, I felt a connection to this even just from the poster, and uh it definitely didn't disappoint, even as we kept looking into the future of what was possibly to come. Uh so I will continue to watch Dance Dance Danceur.
0: Woo! You you absolutely love to see it. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, but do you think other people would enjoy it? Would you recommend Dance 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 Tour to someone looking to start their anime journey?
2: I would. I think if they were like really into dance.
0: Really? I feel like I'm not into dance, and I really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, this, like, I think was a really good crash course in this is what ballet is like. Yeah, but like, I don't know if it's compelling enough
1: for someone you're trying to convince to get into anime.
2: Does that make sense? Yeah, I can see that. I think that the the toxic masculinity, the discussion of gender roles, and the just the sheer competition of trying to get to become a a decent ballet dancer was something that I think would encapsulate people. But I mean, if the vibes aren't there, the vibes aren't there. Okay, then <laughs> it's a no for me. Sorry, darling. it's a yes for me.
0: Still, I don't know. It's a yes for me.
2: That's good.
0: <laughs> I, I feel like people <laughs> could really enjoy this. <sighs> But I don't know, Sky. you bring up some good points.
1: I was going to say, because, like, you know, I have friends in my life who don't watch anime, and I know what I would recommend that- to them, and if I was like, oh, like... Andrea, what do you like? And I know Andrea is a dancer and she loves like center stage and Swan Lake. And um, I don't think the topic
2: is as appreciated widespread enough. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah, ballet is a very niche art form. Um, I liked how they encapsulated, you know, the artist experience and falling in love with performance, even Mm -hmm. when you're young and being captivated by this. So I think that there is something to connect with. But maybe it is too niche of, you know, of an art form to really connect to everybody. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, I guess I have to agree. Um, if someone's really into dance, go ahead and show them this. But I think that's too niche to be of your discretion as advised. Uh, I'll give it a now. There you go. So, one so yes, that is a kawaii success, but a kawaii who thumbs down from us here on the Kawaii Disappointment Podcast. But those aren't the only questions we had to answer.
1: Because it's time for Is There an Envy for That?
3: AMV, anime music videos. Is there an AMV
0: All right, Lauren, you know the rules. Give me your song and artist for a dance, dance, dancer.
2: Uh, I did not think hard. I just went for the one of the first songs I could think of, and it was Shut, <laughs> up, Shut up and Dance by Walk the Moon. Shut up
1: and dance with... Actually, that fits the vibe a lot, because he's just like, I love you, and she's like, come on, let's dance. Just dance with me. <laughs> I'm going to deflect your emotions by distracting you with dance.
2: Come to Swan Lake, fall in love with a villain. <laughs> just girly things. <laughs> just girly thing it's always the villain they the always villains are could. hot villains are hot though
1: i wish in the animated swan lake uh the villain was hot but he's not They drew him
2: ugly. Well, yeah, because, you know, for young kids, we're not supposed to like him. So if he's ugly, it's easier for kids to be (sighs) like evil. I
1: know.
0: (laughs) All right, Lauren. Unfortunately, there is no AMV for Shut Up and Dance by Walk the Moon. Missed opportunity. For Dance Dance Dance, Dance, Dancer, which I do agree is a missed opportunity. Um, So as is tradition, whenever you uh, miss out on it, we do uh, tell you what would have been a success. And we go for the top three AMVs. So, all right. So our third most popular AMV is Nothing to Say by Sia.
1: Ooh, I love seeing it. Our
0: second most popular AMV is Rewrite the Stars by Zac Efron and Zendaya. Oh, oh my.
1: I'm going to watch that one.
3: And By
0: a Million Miles by like literally over 500,000 views. Uh, our most popular AMV is Two Stitches by Shawn Mendes. Oh, I can oh. see
1: that. Oh, okay. Okay. But Rewrite the Stars. That's the perfect Rewrite answer. Rewrite the Stars Rewrite is, is, great. is yeah, amazing.
0: Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, no points so far, but maybe some to come because lauren
1: it's time for the super secret not so secret bonus round do you think dance 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 dancer might have an amv to
2: evanescence bring me to life
0: all right lauren use that evanescence you saw some dark moments in those uh, context clips
2: yeah but that was like that was like swan lake um <laughs> swan lake's dark it's <laughs> It's written by by a Russian man. It's not going to be happy. No. No, there's not.
0: All right, Lauren. Yeah. You are absolutely correct. So that is one (laughs) point in the book for you. Yay.
2: Okay. I'll take it. I'll take a one point. (laughs) One point's better than no point. One point
0: is better than zero points. Also, in searching for this, I have discovered that in Just Dance 2023, they have added Bring Me to Life by Evanescence. What?
1: (laughs) We got to play, PJ.
0: Uh, Because obviously, because I had Dance 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 or uh, Bring Me to Life, it was like, Just Dance Bring Me to Life? (laughs) So, but regardless, uh, that's amazing. But yes, one point in the book. A kawaii success, a kawaii to thumbs down, and another successful journey through anime. Thank you so much again, Ruby Cyclone, for recommending this for us.
1: yeah so fun. I loved seeing it. I had dabbled in this anime a little bit ago, and I just didn't have time to continue, and I really did like what I had seen, so I'm excited to go back on this adventure.
0: Yes. Woo! But I'm glad you liked it, Lauren. I'm glad you had a good time. But more importantly, I hope our listeners had a good time. I hope they had a good time, a fun time, a dance no matter how you want, even though you're a guy. Ballet is for everyone time.
1: Hey, you can leave
2: your friends behind time. And just do what your heart tells you. Don't listen to what society tells you, time.
0: Woo. But until next time, we hope your weight isn't a Kawaii disappointment. I've been PJ.
2: I've been Skylar. I've been Lauren.
0: And yeah, fuck gender norms, chase your dreams, chase your heart, and play Just Dance 2023's Bring Me to Life song. Woo! Bye, everyone. Bye! Bye.